Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of March 8th. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. And that's it. Another Dos Compadres episode. Unfortunately, Gray is uh, working later than usual, so he wouldn't be able to join us. Unfortunately, but he should be back next week. Yes, yes. It'll be another pair of Dos Compadre episodes because it'll be me and him. Because I won't be here. I will be seeing Kamiki Aya live in a different state. Yeah, I'm still pretty jealous. I'm, I'm contemplating on buying a guitar, shipping it to you, just so that you can have her sign it. <laughs> but it's a little late for that. Mm. I don't know if I'd get it in time unless you did, like, Super Express shipping. Amazon Prime it. <laughs> True, true. Nothing goes wrong with the Prime. Well, unless you get damaged merch. Well, besides that, how have you been? Just very busy. I thought yesterday was Friday, and when I woke up today, I was very disappointed to realize I had another day. But I was also happy because it was podcast day. (laughs) Yay. So, just very, very long week. Lots of stuff going on, but glad to be here. How about you, Ken? Same, same. I'm... In charge of the Honolulu Festival, which is happening this weekend, where basically I'm getting paid to just beg for money as of right now. As amazing of an idea that is. So if you are in Hawaii, I'm one of the people in the black shirts. That's not going to help you identify who I am, but it is. Yeah, besides that, what have you been listening to? Well, I got my new Chanmina single, I'm a Pop, on Wednesday. So, before I got to take a photo of it and show all you lovely folks, I already opened it and started listening to it. And Wamp. it's been on repeat in my car nonstop, and I need to put it on my iPod so I can also listen to it there at work. But it is an amazing single, and it's four songs, and I love every one of those four songs. This is probably the most excited I've been for a release in a while. Like, so excited I opened up without taking an Instagram photo or taking an unboxing video. Luckily, I re- I saved all the packaging, so I didn't tear anything up. And I'm trying to think what I listened to earlier in the week before that. Oh, yeah, Old Sky. I was listening to her I Am Best 2 album. I listened to both discs, and disc one is my favorite. But it's a very, very solid best album. Gives you a great variety of when she first started out till now. It, I highly recommend checking it out and picking it up. It's a great starter for fans of, or, you know, non-fans of hers or fans of hers. And the new song on there is really, really good. So I think that's mainly all I've been listening to this week besides a few Kodakumi songs, but mm, that's it. That's been my whole week. What about you, Ken? I've been listening to a, a various amount of stuff. I've been listening to Sakana Action's Book of Fish again. I don't know why, it just I was like, man, I should pick it up. And surprisingly, the news that was just announced the other day came came at me as a surprise. I was like, hmm, is this God's intervention saying that I should <laughs> listen to more of them? <laughs> but besides that, I've been listening to them. The She's Gone, the indie corner band that we did a while back, dropped their first mini album and it's on iTunes and Spotify and all the uh, lovely lovely streaming services so I was finally able to get their mini album 
and I've been just in love with it ever since. But besides that, just my juicy playlist. Nothing out of the norm besides those two things. Yeah, nothing out of the norm there. Well, and that and the Oricon, but that's nothing really new there. My my bank account is dying, though, because of... I bought all the six singles from the Bang Dream stuff the other week. That came out the other week. Ooh. Yeah... Yeah, it's okay. there's a reason for that. There's a there's a specific reason for that, but we'll get into it in the news just a little bit. It's okay. My bank account went towards more stuff, more pre-orders on CD Japan and Amazon Japan, and Kodakumi fan club. So I feel you. My bank account's gonna be crying for this month in April, and maybe May. But yeah, with that, let's move on to some of our release news. If you guys didn't notice, we took the week off last week. Uh, there was a couple technical difficulties that happened. But yeah, so we have two weeks worth of news to cover. And we're just going to shoot pat- shoot past all of this unless we have something to say. So first and foremost is Watanabe Miyuki, or former member of NAB. She is releasing her first solo album on April 3rd. It'll be titled 17. You can check out more information on our site. It will have a CD plus DVD limited edition and a fan club only Blu-ray plus CD edition, which will have the first live Milky Land Dione that took place in Zip Tokyo. But for the most part, you can check out the rest of the news on our site there. Continuing on, Shibata Satoko, who is another indie pop singer slash writer, released a music video for her song Namida, and it was uploaded on P-Vine's YouTube channel. She is very interesting, and our other writer, Renford, loves, loves, loves her, and he actually met her at an indie concert or indie festival in Japan when he was over there this past summer. Fortunately, he didn't have the courage to go say hi to her. But he's going to change that. I told him that he should change that. <laughs> Next time, just go up and, and say hi. I like your music. <laughs> no. <laughs> or just say, I, I don't even know what I'd say. I, I'd probably fangirl. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I understand the notion of that. Like, if I were to meet, like, I don't know, that she is Summer. That if, that, like, I saw her walking down the street, I'd be, like, gushing. I wouldn't be able to do anything. But yep. yeah, the, the the music video just came out for Gambare Melody, which was released this past week in March 6th. Go pick it up. You can see more information and the music video on our site. And did you want to bring up one. the Jupiter the news? Yeah. yeah. So Jupiter will be bringing a new album along with a European tour. So they are Visual K Band uh, for member one. So the new album will be entitled Zeus Legends Never Die and is out April 3rd. And this will come in two editions, limited edition with a DVD and a CD only. And their tour, European tour, will begin on May 9th, starting in Germany. And it will end May 19th in Spain. There are several tour dates on that. They're visiting... 10 uh they got 10 dates and seven different countries if i'm correct but you can check out the complete list on our website along with the promo for their tour on there as well and a music video for theory of evolution which will be on their new album you can check out the full track listing along with pre-order links as well 
I'm I'm actually pretty excited for this. I really like Jupiter's old band, uh, uh, Versailles Philharmonic Quintet, which mm-hmm. is another old Visual K band. I'm not surprised that they're going to Europe because the 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 the, the lead singer for Jupiter really likes that aristocratic. Mm-hmm. European style. You can tell in how they dress for the most part. They have a very Victorian style, mm-hmm. a very Gothic Lolita style. So because of that, I'm not really surprised that they're going to Europe for this. I really want uh, them to come to America, though. I would, too. I'm not surprised they're going to Europe. Europe has a huge fan base for this, and they know it. They have so many European fans, and I am really jealous they're going there because we don't get a lot of visual K in America, as I feel like it's not it has a as big as a fan base here so but it i'm looking forward to this new album too i really like jupiter's i love versailles so it ought to be really interesting um and next up perfume is releasing their future pop tour on blu-ray and dvd they are a japanese pop techno trio and this will be their seventh tour that has come to blu-ray it comes out april 8th and it is going to be released in several editions. The limited edition versions will actually come with six songs that are shot at different angles, such as pan- panoramic focusing on each member. It will also come with a complete version of Tokyo Girl, which each of the members discuss, and come house in a deluxe box with stickers. The standard will only be the Blu-ray. So you can find our track listing for the release on our website, along with a special trailer for Future Pop as well. And I, I'm actually really excited about this. They're currently touring the U.S. right now. I really want to see them, but I just don't think it's plausible at the moment to get to where they're going. Right, and next is Fear, who is a Japanese pop idol group made of four seiyuu i am a huge fan of sphere it has kotobuki minako aki toyasaki tomatsu haruka and why do i forget her name every time even though i own all her freaking cds as well (laughs) (laughs) and you know this happened last time we were talking and there's one member i always forget her name and i feel so bad because i own all her cds uh, but two of the members have been in K-On! as voice actresses, and it is Takagi Ayahi. I think it's her name that just throws me off because it's longer than the other ones. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, they're kicking off their 10th, their 10th anniversary with a new album, which is going to be coming out on March 8th. And they are also going to be doing a tour called Sphere 10th Anniversary Tour, a, na- a, nation, a, t- a Nation with a 10 in it. And that'll run through September 7th through October 27th. It will come in two editions, a limited edition and a standard edition. The limited edition will include a photo book as well as a... The Blu-ray has the photo book. And it also has a documentary on there as well. I'm really excited about this. I I love Sphere. I, I've always loved them. And Kotobuki Minako is my favorite. <laughs> I own a lot of her stuff. But very, very excited about this release. And to see them back because they were on hiatus for a while. So, and next up is 
Tamara Mamie brings her first mini album, and that will be called... Why did I just... I've had a long day, and I blank on every <laughs> freaking thing today. I should not be allowed to talk. Sprout. So she, Sprout, <laughs> yeah. She's bringing her first mini album, Sprout, which should be coming on March 20th. Those of you who don't know her, she is from the second generation of Angry Me, who we'll be talking about a little later. And she graduated <laughs> from the group in 2016. So this is her first one as a solo artist. And we do have her video for Muteki UK on there, which is a really, really good song. Um, I'm, I'm very yeah, excited yeah, about Yeah, I was this. surprised. <laughs> I know. She has some good, she's some vocal talent, which is amazing. And the cool thing about this, there's two editions. The, limit, this, the limited edition with the DVD comes with her first man live concert entitled Meimei Hakusho. So I think mm. that's a really good deal to get a full concert with that mini album. Yeah, definitely. And next up is Back Number is releasing. They're bringing back Magic with their newest album, entitled Magic. And this will release <laughs> on March 27th, and it'll be the first studio album since Chandelier, which was four years ago. So this album's already, I think this is going to do really, really well, because they're going to be popping up later on when we talk about them. But yeah. this comes in a ton of editions, five different editions, so pretty much... Not gonna go over them all. I would say check it out on our website. But there is a CD plus two DVD limited edition, a CD plus Blu-ray limited edition. Pretty much, it's chock full of tons of goodies, which include concerts, music videos, and lovely packaging. We also have a music video for "Happy Birthday" on there, which is a phenomenal song. And yeah. by the way, if you don't know who they are, they are a three-piece Japanese rock band. So. And Ken, I think this next one might be yours. Yes, it will be me. So, six-member fusion rock band Suchmos. Uh, uh, we always had trouble pronouncing them. I believe it is Suchmos, right? That or Sukmos. I, I never can say it right. <laughs> After an amazing first showing in this year's Kohaku, the, the band just announced a brand new original album mysteriously titled an email, which will be releasing on March 27th. It will be the first original album dropped by the group since 2017 and their third overall. You, there will be two different editions, a CD plus DVD limited edition, which will have a lovely documentary titled Join Us and Go Somewhere Nice. And they dropped a teaser on their official YouTube channel. You can check the teaser on our site and the track listing. And also check out the music video for Funny Gold, which I actually really like. Ever since watching them on a Kohaku, I've been kind of keeping them on my radar just a little bit closer now. And yeah, yeah, I really like them at the Kohaku as well, so looking forward to this. And next up, we have Meijay is celebrating the Heisei era with a special cover album. So this one will be coming out April 27th. And those of you who don't know who Meijay is, she's a Japanese pop vocalist. And hostess of the NHK show J Mello, which brings Japanese music to the world. And I love her as a host. I wish if Melody would come back on as a guest and they could host together because it'd be adorable. Unfortunately. But, <laughs> I, know. I know. So the the full title of this is Heisei Love Song Cover, supported by DAM. And this will pretty much feature famous love songs throughout the Heisei era, including First Love, M, and Lovers Again. I'm really excited for this, and I know she already covered First Love on her first album. I'm kind of hoping, it, you know, maybe it'd be kind of cool if she actually re-sang it again. 
I love her version of First Love. I think it's really, really good. Um, you do feel the motion in it, but I want to hear her sing Lovers Again in M. And there's there's a great track, li- track listing in this. She's also doing Yuki Nohana. Mm. So I I... I I want to see how this goes because I didn't listen to her last cover album, but I have most the, of them. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. I wonder if she's going to sing it in English or Japanese, or maybe she'll do both. That's what I'm wondering because I would love to hear do I would love to see her do what Benny did was take all the songs and translate them and put them into English and sing in that because I think that was so lovely to take all those Japanese songs and do that. Yeah, if not. You know, I'm going to be very judgmental about Hitomi Otoshite because that song is an amazing song by Ken Harai. And it's probably one of my favorite songs by him. And Benny did such a good job of Mm -hmm. conveying the emotion that he had in that song. So I'm going to have some some conflicting thoughts if she can't hit those notes. I I agree with that because I felt the same with Lovers again because Benny knocked that one out of the park so I'm going to be there's a couple of these I'm going to be kind of, you know, watching out for but I can't wait and this does come in a couple special editions. It comes in a 2 CD plus DVD limited edition. The second CD contains her Meiji Tour 2018 Harmony Avix, if you're listening, please put that concert on Blu-ray because I, if you're going to put the live CD out, please, for the love of God, put it on something we can watch. And the DVD will contain um, new cover music uh, covers for the music videos, which will span about 20 minutes. So very curious what songs are all going to be on that music video DVD because it has not been fully released yet. So Yeah. Yeah. Kiseki is going to be another good song that I'm going to wonder about. Yep. Same for 366 um, Days, which is an amazing song from Highs. It's probably my first song that I really, really loved from them. And it was used for the drama Akaito. A really old drama now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm really... I'm almost tempted to pre-order this just because I really, really want to listen to it day one. So, and I feel like I'm a little slacking on getting her rele- her latest releases. Next up, Sushi Mamide releases their 20th, celebrates their 20th anniversary this year. And they are going balls out for this. So, they are a three-member Japanese rock band. And they announced to their official Facebook that they are celebrating their 20th this year. So, they're going to be bringing this in with a greatest hit album that is set to release July 10th, which will include new songs. They're also bringing a Japanese tour along with an American tour and they will be featured at the Arabaki yeah, Arabaki Rock Festival. So they're also releasing special photos via their Facebook, so a lot of new ones of them together. They're doing some special shows in December as well. As the year goes on, they're going to keep releasing more. Follow them on their Facebook, their Twitter. They're bringing the goods for their 20th. So, and the Arabaki Arabaki Rock Festival dates are April 27th and 28th. And the December tour dates for their special tours are on our website as well. And you can check out the music video for uh, Ningyan Kotengu, Human Coding, on there as well. Which I really, really love that the song. That's why I picked it. Yeah, this is, this is a band that I haven't heard in years. Years, years, years. Like... The, the anime convention that is hosted in Hawaii 
had them on like their fourth or fifth year, and that was the first and last time I ever saw them. They were amazing back then, and I got a sign. I got a picture of them when I was a wee little lad. But <laughs> and they've come to. I wanted to see them last year, which was 2018 when they performed. But I was out of town when they were in town, and they were about an hour and a half from where I live, and it was doable. It was driving back and forth, you know. But I was out of town, so I'm still so disappointed I did not get to see them live. So I'm really hoping they come close to my city again or, you know, within driving distance because I, I want to see them live. But yeah, and continuing I... on to my piece of news here is so Kiss My Feet 2 just announced that they will be dropping a brand new album called Free Hugs on April 24th. And they have the lovely little theme of saying, sharing love beyond the border lines with our music. And it will include 15 tracks total with hit songs as Boku Kimi, L-O-V-E, and Kimi o Daisuke Da. And it will be the eighth album overall. And with it, it will have a very interesting concept of having a VR program called VR Day Hug, in which you can see all the members of Kiss My Feet 2 up close and personal in 360-degree fashion in the comfort of your own home as they play games and sing songs throughout the album. This will come with three different editions with a standard CD-only edition and a a Type A, Type B DVD limited edition, which will each include several music videos and lovely little extras as such as tv programmings and stuff like that and they even did a overseas shooting in vietnam for one of them oh wow that's amazing so i'm looking forward to this i haven't i haven't bothered to go and be on the kiss my feet 2 train in a long time but with all this added extra it's really good mm-hmm, i agree and i i've really liked the last couple ones they've done or at least i remember the last single they did i really enjoyed so i'm looking forward to this and continuing on, so Sleepyhead brings in a special guest for his latest EP. If you guys don't know, this is vocalist Takeru from Visual K Sugs fame. He will be, it's kind of like his project band where he brings on, kind of like She's Like Girlfriend or Ghost Like Girlfriend, kind of like Ghost Like Girlfriend mm-hmm. where he brings on special guests on for like composers and stuff like that. So he uploaded his latest song called Melt Beat on his official YouTube channel. This comes out for on March 13th, so next week pretty much. And it will come out to a four-track total, and it will be his second EP overall. With this song, he will have talented guitarist Duran and drummer Ike from... Um, September Me fame. If you guys don't know, September Me is a really good punk band. Go listen to them. <laughs> you can check out the track listing on our on our site, and you can also pre-order it and check out the music video for Melt Beat below. All right. So next up is Cubers announces their major label debut. So if, uh, I'm pretty sure you guys remember, but in August, if you don't, here's a refresher. Cubers made the charts, and we really love them. I remember me and you, Ken, really enjoyed them, their music. Mm. So they are a five-member Japanese pop band, and during their one-man live at Liquid Room, 
they announced they will be releasing their first major debut single entitled Major Boy. And the member, uh, May, uh, uh, the member Sunuku Kisan actually wrote all the lyrics himself for this. This will be coming out on May 8th. And I'm, I'm really excited for this. So this will be used as the main theme for the amusement park Toshimaen. And we'll be playing on the fairground starting March 21st. So Cubers currently has five singles, two mini albums, and a studio album under their belt. So this will be their first single, but I mean their sixth single overall, but this will be their first major single. And I cannot wait to see how this debuts. It's going to be coming in two editions, a CD plus DVD limited edition and a CD only. And the, D- the DVD comes with a music video, making of for Major Boy, and a camping tour documentary footage of their tour. And we have their latest video, Shooting Star, you can check out on our website as well, along with pre-ordering that. I am so ecstatic for this, just because I cannot wait to see how this does. I'm very excited, too. I was quite surprised. Originally, I thought they were already major because of the production that they did for that last single was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought they were, too. So this is... I think they're going to do really, really good. I think they're a group to look out for. Yeah. They're signed to King Records, so they're under good hands for idol, idol any groups, anyway, because mm-hmm. King does very good, good for the idol industry there. So... So next up is J Soul Brothers presents their worldwide stream. So J Soul Brothers is from the Exile Tribe. They are a Japanese R&B, dance, and vocal unit signed to Rhythm Zone. They announced they will be having a live stream of their newest single, Yes We Are. So this will showcase the new music video to promote their single. And it, uh, this, and it's coined Yes We Are Worldwide Streaming. It will be available live on March 10th, which is coming up. At 9 to 9.30 or 2100 to 2130 J- Japan time. And you can watch it on Facebook, I'm About TV, Line Live, Instagram, LDH TV, LDH Terminal, Niku Niku Doga, Twitter, and Weibo and YouTube. This is very, very interesting that they're deciding to step forward into the international market. And thank you, Rhythm Zone. Thank you, Avex, for doing this. I agree, because this is a big deal. You don't see many who do this. Korea does this all the time and did this with Big Bang when they did G-Dragon and Taeyang, the song Good Boy, and that streamed live and that made it freaking big. And Korea does this all the time and does fantastic when they do these live streams. I'm so glad Rhythm Zone is taking the initiative and jumping on it and doing this. And I think Jay's Soul Brothers is a good one to pick to start with. Yeah. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. I'm so happy that they decided to do this. I'm going to try to catch this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do my best. All right, so Nishino Kana has announced her Love Collection Live is coming to Blu-ray. So this will be her last Blu-ray that she did. And it'll be of her her live performance for Love Collection Live 2019 and it is set to release April 24th. So she did her last performance not too long ago. We're very sad to see her go. But this is pretty much a collection of all that. There, Sony is going all out for this. And it's going fast. So if you want a copy, I check out our site ASAP and try to pick one up. 
So it's coming in a two Blu-ray plus goods limited edition, a three DVD plus goods limited edition, Blu-ray standard edition, and two DVD standard edition. So the two Blu-ray plus goods edition is already sold out. Sorry Damn. to say it sold out on CD Japan and Yes Asia, and it sold out, I think, within a couple days. I missed out ordering it from there. However, Amazon Japan still has copies up for pre-order. I have actually put in a pre-order for it. It is still orderable. You are going to be paying a little bit higher price, though. I happened to get it on a campaign and got 10% off. Amazon Japan does ship worldwide on this, so you can still get it that way. The three DVD plus goods limited edition is still available, but I can see that be going gone very, very soon. So if you want the one with the goods, get it ASAP. And even the standards are going fast. And since this is her last tour, you know, since her hiatus, this is a big deal and it's going to be a very limited product. It's, it's hot, but the limited versions have announced that they come in a deluxe box that includes a bonus disc featuring ex- excerpts from her Love It Tour 2018, a photo book, and bonus items which they have not announced. And if you get the first press edition, you get a poster. And Amazon Japan does have the poster edition, which added an extra 20 bucks to it, which is the version I got. So I highly recommend checking that out and get your copy fast. You can check out her video, Best Friend, which is one of my favorite songs, on her website along with the links to get it. And next up, G Friend is releasing their third Japanese single. They are a six-member girl group from Korea, and they've been sweeping the Oricon charts. I've seen their mini-album up there several times. And their third single is called Flower. It comes out March March 13th. It'll be in three editions, and two of them are limited editions. You can check out the track listing on our website, along with the promotional video for Flower. I personally really, really like this video. So I'm looking forward to this new single, and I'm I'm betting it will make the charts. And next up is Makino Yui, who is a very popular Japanese seiyu. She is most well-known for as Sakura in Tsubasa Reservoir Chronicle. She has also done some of the songs for Aria the Natural, or the Aria series, because there's a lot of them. She will be bringing her first best album, which is called Up. On March 20th, this is very unique because all these songs are fan select. Eight of them are songs that have been re-recorded just for this album. And you can check out the track listing as it is two CDs on our website. You can also watch a live video of her concert Twilight Melody. It is a trailer so you get an idea of her music style and her voice. And that's the only one her company put up online too. being honest but i really like the video because it does showcase her and i have several of her live dvds she's freaking adorable and she has a really really good voice and she plays the piano which is amazing so and is i think next up is finally you i'm sorry i've been hogging the mic (laughs) not a problem this is technically gray's news but since he's unfortunate to not join us i'll cover it in his instead and it is Hinata Zaka 46 employs a bunch of extras for their first rate re-debut single titled Kyunto, which will be released on March 27th. Up until recently, Hinata 46, as previously announced, was titled Kiyakazaka 46, but under under different 
naming situations because they were Hinagara Kiyakazaka and you know, regular Kiyakazaka is actually kanji and all that lovely Japanese stuff. <laughs> so they changed the name back in February to avoid confusion. And like all Akimoto stuff, it will include a lovely slew of things, which a Type A, B, and C with a standard CD-only edition. But only the Type A, B, and Cs will include a Blu-ray, which will feature the music video for Cute, which is amazing, <laughs> because they're, it's kind of similarly shot like how the Kiyaki Zaka 46 one is, but they have just a bunch of extra people. So it's because they filmed it in like some school or something like that, I think. So it's, it's 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 interesting. You can check the music video out on their official website because, you know, Sony, haha. They they won't give us anything. Mhm. Yep. And you can check out the track listing for each type below. Gray went all out on that. Yes, he did. It looked great. I love that you can see the variety of the editions. And you can reserve all four versions on our site too. And continuing on up, it is vocalist Milty releases a lovely snippet of her new EP called Inside You. And it will be used for the opening for the Fuji TV drama Scandal Senmon Benkyoshi Queen. And will be released on March 6th, so a couple days ago by the time this has been released. The song is written by Milty herself. And it is composed by one OK rock guitarist Toru. And if you guys don't know what he looks like, he he's on our site. So <laughs> I listen to this song and I really like it. I love her vocal style, so I look forward to this. I want to hear more from her. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. The 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 little preview is so artfully. Mm, mm, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I can't wait. <laughs> mm-hmm, I completely agree. Alright, so next up is Spires. Just Like This Tour is coming to Blu-ray and DVD. Those of you who don't know, they are a Japanese rock band formed in 05, famous for several of their songs such as Last Moment, Samurai Heart, Some Like It Hot, Imagination, and Rage of Dust, among many others. They've done a lot of anime songs, so you might recognize many from that, such as Gintama and Bleach and One Piece. So and they're so they're releasing their just like just like this 2018 tour on March 27th. The concert was held at Fuji Q Highland Center, Highland Confer Conifer Forest, Fuji Q Highland. Those of you who don't know what it is, I really really want to go there because I love roller coasters. They got some some awesome ones. Yeah, they have like the eight fastest roller coasters in Japan is specifically in that in that park. Yep. I have many reasons I want to go. I'm a big roller coaster fanatic. Um, but this actually looks like an amazing concert. It's available on Blu-ray and DVD. It's very limited. This is actually a limited release. So once it's gone, it's gone. CD Japan has it up for pre-order. I'd get your copies fast. And Yes Asia, if CD Japan sells out, you can check out Yes Asia as well. They are a reputable site. They get a lot of stuff from there too. But it has a great beefy track listing. And we have a video so you can watch a preview of that tour that's going to be releasing on Blu-ray. It looks pretty awesome. All right, I think that's... Oh, we got... I know, Ken, you got some stuff. One yes, more thing? I do have one, one more thing. Actually, I do have two, because by the time this episode goes up, the news will drop. So, first of all, Sakana Action 
Speaking of the the group that I was listening to, Sakana Action just revealed that they will be having a brand new album cryptically titled 834.194. And this will be the group's latest album in six years. And it will be scheduled to release on April 24th. I am so looking forward to this album. I've been really loving Book of Fish. And I've been so sucked into Sakuna Action style so much. They will have three different versions. A CD only standard edition. And a Type A and a Type B limited edition. Which Type A will have a Blu-ray attached to it. And Type B with a DVD. The Blu-ray and DVD will include Sakana's Action's 10th year anniversary concert in Tokyo Shinkiba Studio Coast Livehouse that took place back in 2017, while the Blu-ray will be including an exclusive several music videos that will be featured throughout the album. So I'm looking forward to this. You can go to our site and pre-order both versions and check out the song that will be on the the album uh, I believe it's Shin Takarashima or New Treasure Island. And also announced is that they'll be having a brand new live tour called Sakana Aquarium 2019, 834.194, 6.1 channels surround arena session. They'll start in April 6th and continue going on to mid June. And lead singer Yamaguchi Ichiro has been dodging questions about what's the meaning behind these numbers and he kept on saying that there is a very special meaning behind them and then that fans that truly understand the meaning behind this will understand the theme that they're trying to convey within this album and that if they go listen to the cd and go to the lives they will have an experience and through that experience they'll understand what those numbers mean to them so there's been talk online that this is actually the the distance from Tokyo to Hokkaido, which they're from. So it's around the same distance the numbers is anyway, but we don't know. So it could be like going back to origin or something like that. I'm really looking forward to this. I agree. I think this will be really, really... I, I'm looking forward to the, this. I haven't listened to much of their, their music, but I've really, really wanted to. So this will give me a chance to check them out again. And lastly, for the release news, is Momoyu Clover Z, or Zetto, announced, dropped a lovely little teaser of their upcoming fifth album aptly named Homo Clover Z on their official YouTube channel. Originally announced last year and this is this is the thing. So just to kind of go off a little tangent here, I first originally covered this news when we first had the site. And going from when we first did the site and looking at the articles back then and going to this article now, it's like night and day. It's really really weird because i think i only did one paragraph and that that was enough for the news but yep, now i have like now we're we're doing way more which is amazing yeah but yeah it was originally last last year and this was to kick off the 11th 11th anniversary for the group with the album it will have songs such as restory godspeed and tenguku no dadame and sweet wanderer besides the 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 songs that i just mentioned they haven't announce the full track list as of yet but you'll be damn sure we will be doing a full cover 
listing once we find out more information about it. The album will also release with three different editions, with a CD-only standard edition with two limited editions, aptly called Type A and Type B, because Japan just loves that. <laughs> mm-hmm. With Type A including a Blu-ray copy of previously performed lives, while Type B will include a bonus audio CD. So we, they don't even know what they're going to announce. They just drop the teaser and say, hey, have fun with that. <laughs> you can pre-order all three editions through our site through CD Japan and check out the teacher for yourself on our site also. And and I have I have one more edition that I almost forgot. We brought him up a little bit earlier. And we're gonna bring him up again. Actually, so <laughs> Yeah, we brought him up earlier and we're gonna bring him up later. So Anger Me's latest single will bring huge changes to the group. So Anger Me, also known as Smilage, is a Japanese idol group, part of the giant mega idol group, Hello Project. Well, they'll be bringing a new single, but on this will be their leader, Ayaka Wada's last single with the group. So Ayaka-san has been with the group since 09 and is actually part of the first generation of members, which is a pretty big deal. She's been with them for 10 years. So, however, even though Ayaka-san's leaving, Haruka Ota and Leila Issei will be making their debut with the single. So these will be some big changes, and I'm very, very interested in how they do this. So this will be a double A-side titled Koi wa Acha Acha and Yume Mita Jugonen. So this will be released on April 10th, and it comes in five amazing editions. Just like we said, Japan loves their Type A, Type Bs, and Type Specialu. So this one, uh, it'll have two different type A's. They will each come with a different edition, different items. And same with the type B's and the special. Since there's so many different things it comes with. You can check out all the information on our site, including track listing. And what each edition contains. But some contains trading cards. Some have different music videos for each. It'll, I mean, if you want all of that, you better buy all five singles. Yeah, I was surprised at how many freaking editions this is. This is getting AKB outlandish numbers. Uh, yeah, and and it's like if you want the music video for Koi wa Acha Acha, you have to buy Type A Limited. You want you also want the video for Yume Mita Jugo Nen. You have to buy Type B Limited Edition. If you want the dance versions of both, you have to buy the Type Special Edition. If you want the trading cards, you have to buy the regular editions of Type A and Type B, and they're randomly selected. So yeah, <laughs> y- y- yeah, that's how they get you is if you want the special stuff with it or certain things. So, great idea though. I know this will make the. I can't wait to see how this does in the charts. But yeah, with that, let's move on to our little pieces of news here. There's just a couple that we need to just highlight. First and foremost is that Bushu Road, the lovely loving company that is taking all my money. <laughs> is establishing a new age of girls band with this amazing collaboration that they just announced like a couple weeks ago now but um um, oh well time (laughs) after a very successful three-day live event in the fabled budokan hall bushiro announced that their multimedia project bang dream will be having their first compet uh competing two-day competition live against fellow popular girl band Silent Siren, which we have mentioned here before. At the amazing MetLife Dome, a first for both, 
on May 18th and 19th. This luxury collaboration was announced during Poppin' Party's portion of the Bang Dream 7th Live, which you can go check the teaser on our site. Uh, it, it's interestingly titled No Girls, No Cry, Poppin' Party X Silent Sirens, and the competition will feature fellow Bang Dream bands Rosalia and Razor Sullen as the opening act. While Silent Siren is familiar with the idea of competition, competition lives before this is bang dream's first major collaboration with another artist i am so excited and i really hate how they're doing the ticketing for this so if you guys don't know how to get into these lives for for bang dream is you have to buy the singles obviously with the first edition press of these singles you get a a ticket with that ticket, you're able to enter the lottery for the said ticket. And if you're able to win the lottery from the ticket, that's how you buy tickets. I hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's a good way for people to guarantee money. But, you know, oh, if StubHub was a thing in Japan. <laughs> very true. <laughs> but I'm very excited nonetheless for this. And hopefully we'll be able to go someday. And the next piece of news here, if you guys don't know this, Nine Nine announces their hiatus, or pretty much they're they're done after this. They are a popular four-member idol group, and they had announced during their on their official site that you know they'll be unfortunately stopping all activities following this year. The site, the members, and all the the staff thanked all the fans who actually came on to them and joined them on this journey if you guys don't know who 99 was they were originally formed in 2005 and had nine members in it app that's the reason why they were called 99 however they lost a lot of their members throughout a bunch of years here and only two of the original nine are still continuing from the group if you guys are interested, the last live is going to be in Tokyo's Nakano Sun Plaza Concert Hall and will be on April 6th. And just a little spin-off here. Japan had the Golden Discs Award th- a couple weeks ago now. And our boys, King and Prince, won the Best New Artist of 2018 Award, which is really good for them. I'm so happy for them. But what's amazing is the person that won... Artist of the Year for Domestic. I know you're happy, Luna. Oh, of course I am. I love Queen. <laughs> oh, Japan Domestic. Japan my Domestic. My bad. I was thinking U.S. Do- <laughs> Sorry. What, what was I thinking? Yes, I am super happy Amado Nami won. won. She really deserved it. I mean, this has been a... Fen- last year, it's been a phenomenal near- year for her. And this year, if you still think about it. She really deserved a win. I mean, her 25th year went out with a bang, and she's contributed so much to the Japanese pop music community. And I'm just really, really glad to see this. I'm really yeah, surprised you... she hasn't won more than three years, though. Yeah, so this is her second year consecutively winning and her third year overall. This is really weird because you would think what somewhat, someone of her accolade would be winning a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But like you said, Queen is the Western or the, I guess, the Western Artist of the Year, which is not surprising because of the loving, loving effect of Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm -hmm. 
I'm I ha- I'm surprised Queen has not taken more artist of the you know like for artist of the year more. They've only won two, and this has been the first in fourteen years. They were humongous in Japan in the eighties. That was one of the highlights of their career, as that got them started. Yeah, what's what's strange is why did they win fourteen years ago? <laughs> did someone pass away then? <laughs> Freddie Mercury passed in ninety-two or ninety-three, um, but that would be more in the. That would be more. Let's see, in the late twenty years ago, so unless they had, man, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Yeah, so I, I, I was I was mulling over this the last time we did this because I was like, oh, that's strange that Queen won for something, but fourteen years since the last time they won. Did maybe they release a something? Came out? Maybe like a documentary or a special maybe, came out. Maybe. Or that's what I'm trying to think of. Or a best album came out as well. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we're just going to briefly go over the best of people that artists that won. So, not surprisingly, best Asian artist of the year was BTS. Mm-hmm. And best Inca or traditional artist of the year is. Uh, Kiyoshi Hikawa, which isn't really surprising because Hanamichi no uh, sh- uh, Shobu no Hanamichi was amazing and kept on appearing on the charts for the Oricon. Oh, yeah. But for the rest, you can check out our site. It's a lovely list of who's who's that we've talked about previously on the show. Hopefully, you you check out the site for that. <laughs> yep, there's some really interesting... Um you know, winners on there. So I think you guys will enjoy it. And lastly, for big pieces of news here is AKB48 idol Judina Takahashi announced that not only that she'll be graduating from the Mega Idol group, but she will be pursuing a career in South Korea, which is interesting. (laughs) Currently, she is the captain of Team AKB48's Team B, and the announcement came during uh, their March 4th theater performance. She originally performed on the TV show Produce 48, and though she didn't ultimately win, I guess she really loved Korea that much that she decided to continue on and wanted this is something that she wanted to pursue. She'll be signed to Woolem Entertainment, a company that manages Joe and Lovely. I have no idea what I just said, <laughs> but it, there's no final graduation date for Takahashi as of this writing or a debut date for her new record label. We do wish her the luck on her new career pursuits and if you want to check her out on her last AKB single pretty much is going to be Jiwaru Days. So, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not sure either. I don't know. I I'm, I wish her well going to Korea, but I you know, she must she must have a lot of confidence that she'll do well, and at least she's familiar with the Korean industry a little bit. So, curious to see how she does, and if she'll somehow shorten her name or do like a stage name while she's over there. Kind of wondering how she's going to debut. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very interested about that. But yeah, oh, that was a whole bunch of news that we able to squeeze out in what forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do too bad. Hopefully, you <laughs> bared with us for all that. <laughs> but yeah lastly before we go on to the Oricon like usual we're going to talk about our Indie Corner it came back this week with a lovely group called San 
Sankara. They are a two-member hip-hop and R&B group formed back in 2013. Well, this is a very interesting thing because the the genre is a very, very small but very, very vocal community in the music industry. So what stands out for them is they, they have this minimalist background music and just have the lyrics do the talking. And it's so calming and just... You know, like with the whole thing about like R&B and rap now in Japan, it's a very EDM mixture, like M-Flo and stuff like that. But I, I like this minimalist style that Sankara does with their, with their songs. And I agree. I really like the style. It reminded me of early 90s R&B when they had that whole chill factor and you had the combination of, you know, the, the rap and vocals. But just that chill rap where you can just relax and kick back, you know, you don't have that bass and EDM, which is in a lot of the stuff now. So I think this brought back a lot of those memories of when we used to have tracks like that. And it, it just, it's just so nice and easy on the ears, you know. I, I just can't describe how much I really enjoyed this. You know, hearing the drums, you know, the piano, the melody, just, just kind of that beat you have right there and puts yeah. you in that swaying mood where you just want to sway and not, you know, get up and shake your booty. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of music that you're just, you just turn your mind off and you kind of just relax too and just kind of slowly move to the beat. Not too much, but it's it's so amazing. And, you know... They have this lovely thing where they sing both in English and Japanese. This isn't a new thing per se, but they do it so minimalist that you might not even know when the switch happens. Mm -hmm. This is very evident in their song Off, where they have both the rapper Toss while he's spinning out rhymes. It, it matches very, very well with Rio's the other vocalist is smooth vocals which you know comes off as a interesting balance it's like sweet and salt caramel I'm 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 not too sure if I'm conveying this correctly but it's an interesting balance that you know I haven't really heard with like rap and R&B all too much mostly because it isn't a genre that I usually listen to but this is something that is new to me that I thought I saw interesting and see, I I do enjoy some good. I love R and B. I've always loved R and B and rap. I'm very picky on, um, but I really like, like you said, their switch over from English to Japanese. It flows, just like you don't even know it happens. It is the perfect flow, the perfect rhymes, the melody, just how they go with the flow of the beat. It's just like a you know a stream kind of running right through. It's very light yet relaxing. And I just really love the style that that people today still have it. And you rarely ever hear it in music today, which is why I just really love what they did. Yeah. You can check out their official Twitter on our site and check out the music video for their uh, their song Wash on our site also. But yeah. With that, let's move over to the Oricon. And this was a interesting week i would say <laughs> it was a really interesting week because we got a lot of repeats yeah i don't we, we we got to a lot of repeats and i don't 
It's 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 interesting to say the least. <laughs> and let's go on to number ten. It is Kazeo Motsu by STU forty eight. Uh, you 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 know my stance on this. <laughs> yeah, you know my stance, so we don't really have to go over it too much because. I couldn't remember what this one was, and then as soon as I put in a music video, again, I'm like, oh, it's this one. Never mind. So, you know, what's interesting, so number 10 and number 1 do the exact same thing, but I love how number 1 does it. I agree with that. Because it's all a one-shot. It's a one-shot, one-still frame shot. And it's it's interesting how number one does it but maybe it's we'll, we'll talk about it but it's 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 something very interesting that i noticed but yeah kaze omotsu so they wonderful 15,157 points and going on up to lemon this thing won't die <laughs> just won't it won't it's still chugging away and it's an amazing song and there's nothing else it's we amazing. can say unfortunately because we've said our voices of love <laughs> and this week it sold a lovely 15,934 copies. And going on up to number 8, it is Mary Gold by I'm Young. I still love this song. We've already talked about it, and it's still on there because, you know, her album dropped a couple weeks ago, and everyone's reminded how much they love Mary Gold, so, and I do too. Yeah, like, Mary Gold is, um, like I said, I'm I'm really looking forward to her new single that will drop pretty soon and just mm, Marigold is so good. <laughs> it is really good. She's one of those artists that I put on my radar and her second album came in the mail on Wednesday, but thanks to Chanmin, I haven't opened it yet, but that's going to be this weekend. I'm going to break into that because I'm so excited. <laughs> and going on up. Oh, it's sold a lovely this week. It sold a lovely 16,147 copies. And going on up to number 7, once again, it is Tokunomu Seiza Musume by NMB48. So, yeah, we didn't say anything last week because the episode didn't go on. So, how did you feel about this episode? I, I, I really wish they took out the chanting. That, that's, that's what I didn't th- like. So if it if the chanting was not there, I actually would have liked the song. But the chanting annoyed the crap out of me. Mm. It took mm. away from a lot of the song for me. I liked the chorus of the song, though. Minus the yeah. chanting. Minus the chanting, this song was fairly good besides besides the chanting. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, okay. If this is the new direction that NMB is going to go post Saika Yamamoto, then they'll they'll be somewhat okay. <laughs> I don't need to worry about them all too much. But yeah, they sold a wonderful twenty thousand seven hundred ninety four copies, and going on up, it is number six with Kongurachu Reshon Reshon Reshon. I think it's. Kongura Chureshon. Chureshon. You know, like chu, like kiss, kiss, kiss. That's what I'm guessing. Like, That's such like a bad relation. pun. That's such a bad pun. I know, I know. Chureshon. I think yeah. it sounds cute, though. Yeah, it sounds cute. 
and this is super, and it's done by Supergirls. And too bad Gray isn't on here because he can tell me how to change my mind about this song. So I, I kind of liked it, but then I made. So there's two versions. There's one version which is a short version of all the girls singing together. There's another version yes. of the video on YouTube where you can watch them individually sing each girl individually sing it. That one's so better. I decided to watch both. That one's better. And I like the member one better because I like hearing all the different girls. I feel like if like I said, if their vocals are put by itself and they're not singing together, it's amazing. The songs are really good. I agree. Like the first girl's vocals, oh my god, it was so good. It was mm-hmm. so good. But yeah. I don't know. When they're singing together, it's the cutesy idol stuff it, that it, it just And it takes away from their actual vocals, which was my issue. Seeing them sing it yeah. individually, you could hear so much power in some of their voices versus, you know, like you said, it's all really cutesy, happy go lucky and <laughs> you know, in the song, yeah. Uh, and that was my issue with it. And I do like some of the cutesy stuff because I have a thing for all the seiyus and anything that sounds like seiyu occasionally. This one I was just kind of, eh. Uh, I, I, I liked the member one. And I would if they released a CD with every member singing it, I would buy that. Oh, yeah. I would. I would, too. But, yeah. It sold a lovely 21,933 copies. And going on up, it is number five, Pierce by Empire. And let me hear your your thoughts about this single first. So I kind of liked it. Yeah, I it was it was a nice different tone compared to the song before. It. Congratulations. Yes, and I think that's actually why I liked it. It went from this, you know, I listened to cute tune, and then I listened to this, which sounded a little darker. And I actually liked the video for it. I thought it was really interesting. And I liked the tone of their voices, too. Yeah. I, I, I don't... You know, like I said before, if they're not doing the cutesy idol stuff, it's it's so much it's so much better. That's why I was like, hmm, this isn't too bad. And I'll have to wait to see their next song because mm-hmm. th- th- this is like like i said this is breaking breaking the mold of what idol needs to be like i said there's that one one girl where it's like she's has super short hair and she blonded and i really like that so like i said it it, it was minimalist enough with the happy-go-lucky stuff mm-hmm. that and i, I kind of like it about so this single actually came out january 14th so mm. i'm wondering if oh so the physical copy came out the 27th, but the, what's it called? The, sorry, I, why can't I talk today? But I guess the digital copy came out sooner. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Because we're, we're using the charts now that combine both digital and physical mm-hmm. charts. So like some bands will actually show up twice now because of this. And we'll get to that with number three pretty soon. Yep. Yeah, so that's what threw me off for Empire because <clears throat> physically it was released, you know, the 27th, which is when, you know, this is the whole week for that week. But digitally it came out the 14th. So it's kind of confusing when they do that. But I guess it gives artists a chance to double chart and also see how physical and downloads do in downloads do first, I guess. Mm. Yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm like forgetting. I'm like this song has a lot of emotion to it too. That's another reason why I like it too. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Pierce this week sold a lovely twenty six thousand eight hundred and fifty one copies, and going on up to touch off to number four. It's touch off by Overworld. Fire. Sorry, I have to mention that because that music video Fire. reminds you that there's fire and flames throughout the entire music video. I freaking hated that. Yeah, like, I... So, I liked the song, but I also didn't like the song. I think the only things I didn't like were the fire part. Mm. Of course. And... The EDM type of thing they did with, you know, when he said fire. But I I did kind of like the song. I thought it wasn't, like, a bad song. It was actually pretty decent. I it wasn't one of my favorite songs by Uberworld. I also liked yeah. that I could find it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I was very surprised about that. By the way, <laughs> so yeah, you I, know, it's it's interesting because this is an, a a different style from what Good and Evil and Eden A was. Because you know they're they're bordering that line of electronica and rock. And I don't mind that because Uberworld's been like that since their debut. So, what's what I didn't like was the fire EDM stuff, and Takuya's infinite rap. Yes, that's what killed it for me. Also, was the rap, and I kind of almost turned it off with the rap because I just just it- wasn't. You know, he has a very interesting vocals, and which I love. You know, he has such an interesting um, singing style, which is very distinctive. This is how I know it's Uvoro, because I know his singing style, because I used to be a huge fan of Uvoro back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he has such a, a distinctive voice that if you know that you hear him singing, it's 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 something that you can't get out. And hearing him, he's he's just done this before, where he kind of raps, but not like this. Because it doesn't even sound like rap. It seems like he's just really listing down things really fast. Yep. It seems like, you know, like you're in a hurry and you're trying to write down what you need for the grocery store. It kind of sounds like that, if you catch my drift. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. But, you know, besides those two parts, the song was all right. I liked it. I liked it. It was an all right song. I liked the saxophone that they brought in. So. <laughs> yep. I thought that was a really neat aspect. But besides that, it, I mean, you know, besides those two things, that's what's only threw me off from the song. But if you get rid of this song, this will probably be number two in my mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely 46,909 points. And going on up, once again, it is Happy Birthday by Back Number. No, not once again, because <laughs> we didn't talk about this last week. <laughs> so they stayed on the charts this week because they had a digital release last week. So they were on the charts twice. They are, and so I actually really, really liked Happy Birthday, and I think this is a great single to promote their new album that's coming out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And like I said, you go on our site, you watch the music video, you'll understand why. You'll understand why it's it stayed on the chart. I 
completely agree. It is a really, really good song. And I actually forgot about Back Number. It's been a good while since I've actually heard their music. But hearing this made me remember how much I really, really enjoyed their music. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that album more so now because... You know, listening to them for the past two weeks, it, it, it piqued my interest just a little bit more. But yeah. This week it sold a lovely 61,841 cabbies. And going on up, it is Subaki Fairies with their song, Sankai Mei no Deito no Kamiwa and Fuwari no Koi Toke. Well, Koi Toke, Kanji. I know. So I thought it was Subaki Factory and not Fairy. Is it Factory or is it Fairy? Uh, no, it's Factory. I hate Katakana with all my heart. So, okay, I'm like, <laughs> I think Subaki Fairy would sound cuter than Subaki Factory. Well, they're just idols at this point. <laughs> That's true. But, yeah. So, me and you had the, we had this talk beforehand. Mm-hmm. And we both agreed that Fuwadi Koi Toke is a much better song. <laughs> I completely agree 100%. I really, really love that song to the point I I almost went to iTunes and bought it, and I think I might. If you guys don't know, this is a much slower melody song. It suits them so much more compared to uh, Sankai Mei Deito. Uh, and it's... It's, I don't know why. You, you know, I say this mm-hmm. because the last time they were on the charts, they were they did this like Eurobeat song, and which I loved. I don't know if you, I, I, I think I, if I remember I, correctly, you guys didn't like it. I don't remember. It's been a while. I feel like Subaki Factory with me is hit or miss. Like, I either really like some of their songs or I just don't like it. So I feel like I haven't had that in between for me, but Fuari Koi Toke was so good. I also really like the lyrics. So on mm. YouTube, all their videos are subbed. And even though I can understand a good chunk of it, there's still some things I can't. But I like that they have subs for everyone who can't understand them, gets a idea to know what they're singing about. And I thought the lyrics and the melody of the song were so good. While San- Sankai no Dito, the San- Sankai... Yeah. Yeah, Sankai no Dato. Yeah. Sankai no Dato song was very weird. Um, pretty much talking about how you go on a third date and, you know, and it's like, it's, it's really weird. It's about having a superstition about third dates that it's the time they say I love you and if they don't, it's over, blah, blah, blah. I think I'm like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> so that's Japan, really, man. <laughs> that's true. I have it's no just, idea. <laughs> And that, that's the whole thing I got for it, but it's like a, it's kind of funny because in a way you hear what these girls are kind of thinking, but it was like this happy song about that. And I'm like, I don't know if this is happy or not. It's more of a depressing thing to think about than a happy <laughs> thing, <laughs> you know? So it, I just didn't care for that one as much. I, I just, I do want to hear more from them because I feel like they have some really good songs that stick out and Fuwadi Koi Toke sticks out amazingly. Their vocals were great in it. Their harmonies. I love the slow melody with their voices. So, But yeah, you know, it sold a lovely 64,490 copies. And going on up to number one, and looking at those numbers, holy crap. I know, I just saw the numbers and I'm like, 
I didn't see that before. I didn't see that either until just now. But it is Kuroi Hitsuji by Kiyakizaka46. So, I'm going to buy this. I this, this really, was a, really liked it. It was a really good song. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics for this song is very, very emotional. Mm-hmm. And watching the music video, I it was kind of emotional for me because I was I feel like I'm going through the similar kind of situations where that you're feeling like it, it the the music video kind of generally themes that you're the one odd one out and should you come formalize to society and become a white sheep compared to the black sheep kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's a very interesting topic to talk about and it's a very very different feel compared to their usual songs or anything else that Akimoto really does like compare this to the STU song and the NMB song you wouldn't think that this was done by the same person yep it's very dark and it really has an emotional subject that makes you feel you know it really gets you like watching that video got to me as well and I felt like the song had a bigger impact I mean looking at the lyrics and kind of what we see in society I mean I, I know the feeling of feeling like the odd one out because where I live, I mean, I tell people my hobby and I look at, I get looked at like I'm crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm still not going to conform, but it's something I think a lot of us face every day and we don't want to admit to it. And we get drawn in that, that, you know, vibe, we get really depressed about it. And this song really gets to you when it talks about that subject that a lot of times is taboo to bring up because, a lot of societies do expect you to conform to everyone else and be the norm and not the, you know, black sheep. So, yeah, there, there's one line in it that says, you know, it, it says, no, 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 everything is my fault. And I'm like, I was like, mm, no, don't say that, please. <laughs> I understand that completely. I know it really, you know, when you watch that and you see that and it, I feel like this is a song that'll impact so many people because of that. And, you know, it's, that's what makes it so great is they touch at your emotions in the song and this, the video conveys those feelings as well. And watching it, it just, you get that feeling of being overwhelmed, the, the blame you put on yourself. Yeah. So I actually want to... I, I'm thinking about buying this as well. Yeah, I mean, I was like, you know, like, you know, I I, I, I put a lot of crap on Akimoto stuff because of this. But like I said, if he evolves his style and just what he's talking about, you know, like, like, like Glass of Water. Glass of Water was an amazing song for them. And it was something very different compared to all the other songs that year. And Kuroi uh, Hisuji it's, seems to be on that territory where, mm-hmm. you know, it's dealing with something that you usually wouldn't talk about. And it's very, very emotional because mm-hmm. of that. And, you know, H- Hirate is such an amazing performer conveying the main main part of this song. And this song is, like, fairly similar to the SCU song where it's a one-tracking shot song, uh, camera angle-wise. 
And I I have no that that there's there's so much high praise that I give this song. It it's so good. I, it, I it's completely a, agree. It's a damn shame Gray isn't here to hear me hear him eat my words from a couple weeks back. But you know, this is a really good song. And I would highly recommend at least watch the music video. Even if you know like if you're like someone who if you know someone who like you know, just bags on idol and stuff like that all the freaking time. This is a really, really good song. Mm-hmm. So, and it sold a buttload of copies. Not only that, um, physical. You know, I'm gonna actually peer over to the physicals real fast because I want to know how much it sold physically compared to the the combined totals because the digital plus physical kind of gets a little finicky at times wow okay so physical copies digitally only added 20,000 more this song sold 750,000 copies which is in one amazing week. for a physical single to sell that much is amazing and you know this is this is coming from you know AKB and stuff like that. The only way AKB reaches those numbers is if they're doing the Simbatsu. That is freaking amazing and good for them. If Akimoto can make more songs just like this, and unfortunately, I think it's only gonna be for Kiyakizaka, which is fine. I don't mind that, but it's. I feel like he really does the experimental stuff for this group only. I think so too, and it works every time he does it. I think they blow it out of the park. Yeah, like every single time. There, there was probably only one song. I mean, last year, last year, ambivalence was. I was kind of on the fence of it. It's an alright song, but this song, you know, Kiyakizaka has been hitting it out of the park every single single, and it's starting from last year, and it turned me into a huge fan of them because of it. And I'm so happy to have South on Live when I went to Japan last year because of that. But, man, like I said, if Akimoto does more experimental stuff, not just for this group, but for his other groups, you know, this this is the stuff that, you know, can pull different genres and mesh them and different audiences that usually doesn't listen to Idol because of that. Because it has such a, a unique and emotional message. There, there's just no... There's no more praises i can give this song but yeah seven hundred and seventy-one thousand points so that's including um digital sales too so just simply amazing and while we're at it let's break over to the album side i kind of so, took a little glance of it earlier just to see how uh, everyone was doing huh tri sale i haven't heard of them in a long time i'm young I know, I'm glad I'm Yon's still on there. Yay, I'm Yon! And 17's still on there. They're still freaking killing it. Yeah. What uh, OK Rock's still hanging strong. Yeah, they're they're doing their world tour now, so I I would suffice that a lot of people are trying to buy a couple of their stuff now. And I'm Yon and them are neck and neck, and they both came out the same week, which is pretty good. Yeah, they, oh. they've been kind of one and two-ish, or right next to each other for the past three to four weeks now. Ooh, Super Dragon. I remember we did Oricon on them not too long ago. I actually like some of their songs. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very surprised about that, too. Another anime looking up for number three. Ooh, one and two. Lips and Eyes from Sekai Owari. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man. So speaking of um, Yudina Hirate, she was in one of the songs for I think it was Lips. Let me go check the track listing real fast. Da, 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 da. Nope, I, I I was wrong. It was for I. <laughs> yeah, it was for I. She did a song for that one, and that was a fairly dark song too. So if you guys have the chance, go on our website. Just look up Sekai in the search bar. You you should find it instantly. But one and two, that's not too bad. That this is that's good for them. You know, they've been going through a tough year last year because they lost their their other singer, Rena, because she was giving birth. So, but it's good for them to get back on their feet and start making music. Mm-hmm. I, I was really tempted to pick those up because Antihero's on on one of them as well, and I love the song Antihero. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good song, too. I think that is on uh, I. And, yeah, it is. It is on I. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, they got some great track listings on here, and I'm so tempted to grab both of these, especially if you look at the DVD track listing. It's pretty darn amazing for each one. One has music videos, one has some live performances from their tour. I mean, man, and I've already dropped so much money, but I would love to get these as well. This is how they get you, right? (laughs) I know. This really is how they get me. You know that after how much I just dropped on Kodokumi Fan Goods. It's a good year for music. It's looking to be a great year. It's only February. I mean, it's only March. And look at all the stuff that's been coming out and has came out already. And we still got April, which has a slew ton more of releases. And I know May is getting some too. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's looking out to be a very solid 2019. And I'm happy that, you know, we're going to be covering more of this. As the year goes on, I am so happy about that. And I'm excited. I'm so excited for this. But yeah, with that, is there anything that you want to talk about beforehand? Uh, don't forget we have our Nishinokana episode. Should be the end of the month, right? Yes, it is. And I was listening to her this week I, on my iPod. So I wasn't, you know, forgetting my due diligence. I forgot how much I loved a lot of her BNC sides. Yeah, I went through uh, Pink, was it, the other day? Pink oh, yeah, one. Fr- pink, yeah. Yeah, I went through pink the other day, and I was like, oh, I like mint more. <laughs> and I can't remember, like, versus which one. I remember I listened to one more than the other. I don't have iTunes up right now, and I'm not close to my CDs or anything. But I, I, I was kind of going through by putting it on random so every single Nishino kind of song on my iPod was all randomized. <laughs> That's not the best idea because then I'm like, oh, I forgot about this and oh, what was this one on? <laughs> yeah. So. so, you know, I I have, you know, Mint has Believe, If, Distance, Tatoiba Donani. Mm, Distance <laughs> is my favorite song, always. Mm, compared to Pink, Pink has Go For It, which is my alarm clock. <laughs> I do like Go For It, though. Nami.iro. I love Nami. Na, na. Sorry, I, I love that one, too. But it also has Esperanza and Kimite. Uh, personally, I don't really like Kimite. Kimite is a super like slow it, song. I didn't like If at first, but then they both grew on me. Mm, yeah, I had to begrudgingly like Kimite because it was part of a, a drama that... 
uh, Kazunari Ninomiya Ninomiya was part of from Arashi, and I was like, hmm. Uh, Kimi no Koi is also on this album, so. Oh, mm. Kimi no Koi is such a good song. I also like um, Toku Temo Wise. Yeah. Mm, there's I, I was listening to Honor Tatoe Donani single, Just the Way You Are. It's one of the B-sides. Oh, that song is just beautiful. And also Only One on Esperanza is another great fun song. I mean, she has so many great songs. And I was listening to her first two songs she ever did, I and... Why am I blanking? This is, you can tell us that kind of day. But I was her first song <laughs> she ever did. And Glowly Days was her second single. And you listen to those and you go on and start from there. It's amazing to see how her vocals changed. Oh, man. Yeah, no, just going through, just going through Mint and Pink and then jumping to Mint Pink and uh, Mint 2 and Pink 2. Oh, things changed. Oh yeah. Have you heard her secret collection, the red and green? Those uh her Yeah, I have I, I have red those. and green. I have red and green. Um I haven't gotten to listen sit down and listen to them yet. I have them. I bought these like way back when they first came out back in two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like Mm, I don't know about this, but I bought it because mostly because I'm I was I'm a huge fan of her, so I was like, ah, this will probably be my last big purchase from her, and then sure enough, it was. <laughs> I actually really like them because a lot of her B and C sides had amazing compositions yeah. and songs. Like they were really good. I I mean I like some of her B and C sides equal to her actual album tracks and singles. So, but I still bought stuff afterward. I think I own almost every release besides I and Glowly Days. Those are the only two singles I need. And I complete my collection. But yeah. With that, I mean, besides the Nishinokana artist spotlight that we'll be doing, which is going to be on March 29th, so it'll probably be released around April 2nd or so. Maybe, maybe, just maybe... We might do a special uh, a live vlog on uh, either that's April 6th, right? More news on that later, maybe? Yes, more news on that later because I'm contemplating a vacation. <laughs> there, is, uh, there is something big that might be heading my way. So if you guys know where I live and you can just Google the next big event that is happening, you'll know why. And Luna might make her way over here from her neck of the woods, so hopefully we might be. Well, we we might not have another episode with Gray that day, but it'll be a special live episode with me and you. And this will be the first time we actually do an episode in person. That's true because we all live, you know, thousands of miles from each other, so it's not something easy to do. So. More on that later. Probably we won't know until the Nishinokana episode. <laughs> yeah, just 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 because I I need to contemplate and check some things at work and see if I can cross my T's and dot my eyes. Yeah, and if anything, I I will enjoy this. <laughs> I know. Uh, I have many reasons why I want to go. I have many reasons. That's calling my name. <laughs> but yeah, besides that. You can find us on all the social media sites at Ongakudi. You can find that on Instagram, Twitter, the Facebooks, the YouTubes, all that lovely stuff. 
Find us all at ongaku.du. Find the site at ongaku.du.com where we've been doing all the newses. Like I said, I'm so very happy that both you and Gray are taking a huge help with me with the site. And more to come with the site just a little bit more because we might shake up something with our Indie Corner fairly soon. More news on that probably till like end of April. So Mm -hmm. stick tuned for that. Also, follow our affiliates. Koryu Hunter, he is a Japanese Twitch streamer and our living mailbox. He streams a lot of horror games. He went through, what was that? Evil Within 2. He went through Evil Within 2 and he went through... He went. He did The Last of Us. I don't know if he's continuing with The Last of Us. He has some things to say about that game. But yeah, you can follow him at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also follow our other affiliate, Timber Taff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right and a good vocalist in his own right too, covering very various different... English covers of anime songs. I think he did uh, Devil Man Crybaby one time. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not he too did, sure. He did I'm the not. theme for Devil Man Crybaby. It was very interesting to watch. And also, hopefully you liked him on our special episode of Ongakuryu where we broke down our top 10 gaming soundtracks. Hopefully you enjoyed a little bit of that. And the antics that happened to there will happen on our podcast called Potosaurus. Unfortunately, the episode that we recorded is unfortunately the last episode for a while it is sad but um you can listen to the former episodes where they talk about risen evil all the time and it's a game i just don't like because i hate spooky games i hate spooky games i hate spooky games because i don't i don't like jump scares i I just don't like it and see i laugh at jump scares even though it's fun but i still enjoy them it's it's funny because you know I say this, but I really really like the Halloween series. But the latest Halloween movie only had like one. I think so. It didn't have too many. It didn't have like it had only one or two. The the one in the car got me. When they're outside yeah. near the final scene, that yep. got me. That 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 jump jump got me, but. Uh, besides that, there wasn't too many jump scares in that movie, but. <laughs> It's it that that's that's the thing with me, but but besides that, you can follow me at otyken one. You can follow Gray at Ongaku Gray on Twitter. And where can we find you, Luna? You can find me at LunaMaria87 on Twitter. I don't use it much, so you can try. Or you can follow my media account, Nerdy Collector Luna, on Instagram. I post on there somewhat frequently, and you'll see latest in anime and movies and k-pop cds and some j-pop cds as well but yeah with that i want to thank you guys so very much for listening to this week's episode of ongaku to you i want to say thank you very much and have a great day this is your host ken signing off aloha this is luda i hope you have a wonderful rest of your week i am signing off for tonight have a good one